Hey everybody, thanks for joining us. This is Duly Raised. I'm Roselle. I'm Julia. And I'm Rebecca. And this is our podcast. We all know each other from the Masters University, and we're all in the same major in marketing media, so we joined this podcast class, and now we're all here just telling our stories. So thank you for joining us. Julia, what is this podcast about? Yeah, so you might be wondering, what do three college girls have to talk about? Um, Usually it's a lot of things, but... (laughs) This podcast is going to be centered around kind of even the name called Dually Raised. It's just talking about how we've grown up with parents um, who are from different places in different countries um, and how we were all raised in North America and just how our parents being more cultured and stuff and how that seeped into our lives like growing up and how that affected us in certain ways and just the ways we grew up and Um, the ways our parents had us do things. So just kind of talking about that, telling our stories, making it a fun little time. (laughs) Um, We have a lot of ideas and stories to tell, so we're excited to share that all with you guys. Yeah, today we're going to be talking about um, some different restrictions we all had as teenagers. Even though we came from different households, parents from different cultures, a lot of the restrictions kind of overlap and were similar. Um, and honestly, there's some funny stories that come along with that, but how about we first introduce ourselves a little bit more in depth? Um, so I'm Rebecca. I'm from New Jersey. My dad was born and raised in New Jersey, um, with parents from Puerto Rico. And my mom was born and raised in Puerto Rico as well. Um, so that kind of Puerto Rican, Hispanic culture definitely influenced the way that they parented me and my sisters. I have two older sisters and I love our culture. I love just having had that opportunity to be raised in that household. My parents are amazing. They raised us so well. Roselle? Yeah, so my parents, um, they're both from the Philippines and my sister and I have an older sister. We were both born here. So I was born and raised Southern California. Moved to the Philippines for a little bit for about three years when I was in grade school. Came back, relearned the American life. So I've had a taste of both households. And my, my both my parents are still very Filipino. They, the stereotypes we live them out. <laughs> so um, I definitely have a lot of memories growing up and just being like, why can't I do what my friend did in high school? Or why do I have this rule under me? Why can't I just live my life? But they're all for good reason. I know my parents did it because they love me, and that's just because that's what they knew from their parents growing up. So that's a part of me. Yeah, and I'm Julia. Um, I am not from the U.S., but I'm from Canada, so kind of just similar uh, lifestyle growing up in North America. But my parents, um, our ethnicity is Armenian, so they grew up in different countries from each other. Um, not Armenia, but they grew up with Armenian culture, their parents being from there, and just the way they grew up out there, that really has influenced them and how they parented me and my younger brother. So just growing up in Canada and like having friends who were either like generations upon generations from the country or even from other countries, it's just different. Um, And it was cool kind of being able to now look back and see how I differed from some of my friends and how I was similar to some friends and 
how I'm similar to Rebecca and Rizelle. So that's really fun to get to share with you guys. Yeah, for sure. I know Rebecca has a story for us, and I actually have not heard the story. So I'm really looking forward to it because it seems like a fun one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so one of the, well, I don't know if you would say it's a restriction, but just kind of one of the rules in my household um, is that my parents need to know where we are at all times. Oh. Um, they need to know especially being in California now, all the way across the country, they really want to know what's going on. Um, Because, I mean, obviously they just care that much. They care about our safety. But so they want to know when I leave campus, you know, where I'm going, who I'm going. Yeah, Um, I can attest to the tracking thing. (laughs) My mom, she isn't like always super worried about where I am like she is, but she will like track me on Find My iPhone for fun. Like, just, like, just so she can vicariously live through me. Guys. Like, she loves to, like, go on there and, like, she'll text me, Please. like, I see that you're out or you're at in and out Like, what are you doing? Like, not because, like, she's scared or something, but just because she thinks it's funny and hmm. wants to be kept up to date with everything that I'm doing because they live really far away, so. Yeah, the tracking thing is insane. How, do you guys know what Life360 is? Yes. Yeah. Do you have Life360? Yes, that is what we use. Oh, my Often. first year. <laughs> My first year back in 2020 was when I was first released into the world, even though I'm only from like an hour and a half down south. Um, I was just hanging down at lower campus, mm-hmm. and I live in Dixon, which is just, what, a five-minute walk up? Yeah. And my mom knows where I am. So like at midnight, I was with a few friends, and we were playing board games at the gazebo. She starts calling me, and I'm like, oh. I know exactly what this is about. I'm going to ignore it. And she's like, where? And then I get a text from her. She's like, where are you? You're not in your dorm. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm still on campus. It's exactly the same. My mom will text me. She's like, I see you're not in the dorm. Or like sometimes she won't even say like, I'll call her and we'll just be having a conversation. And she'll be like, yeah. So like, what did you do this morning? And I like, I tell her and afterwards she's like, oh yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, I know. And I was like, why are you asking that? I love when they ask, but they for sure know where we were. Oh, what yeah. time we were, the speed that our car was going yes. when we got there. <laughs> oh, this, oh, mama's testing so me. My so dad fun. called me once. I was driving. I was going home, too. And I got a call from my dad, and he knows I'm coming home. And he, I just pick up the phone, I answer it because I have Bluetooth in my car. And he's just like, slow down. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, first of all, what? My dad doesn't have Life360. My mom does. My dad did not want to be part of the plan. Mm. But he just knows. And I'm and like I have friends in the car. And I'm just like, turn down the volume. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dad, you are on speaker. Yeah. Please don't say anything more. Yeah. But sorry. What was your story? No. Yes, Rebecca has a very fun story to tell. So for all of our friends who are from the Masters University, if you guys go here and you were here last year. Yep you will be able to kind of visualize the whole scene. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Masters puts on an event pretty much every fall called Fall Fest. Last year, which was 2021, my first semester here, Fall Fest was held in this ranch in the middle of nowhere. There was, like, no cell service. We There was no street lights. I don't know if any of you guys remember that, but that was... It, it was, was a drive. interesting like, time. It, it took a little while to get to the location. Yeah, it was like an up. hour away, right? I, I didn't maybe go. Maybe something hmm. like that. Like, it was it was kind of far. Like, once you get off the main highway, just, like, driving up 
through the mountains like it was a little bit ways in there and like just reception in california i feel like sucks sometimes yeah. like even out mm-hmm. here in santa clarita which oh, is yeah. like a little ways away from the big city los angeles it's like sometimes yeah. you just lose around here so mm-hmm. yeah so me and my older sister ariana she also goes here um we were on our way to fall fest which is in the boonies no one knows where this place is at. <laughs> Um, and so we get there. As soon as I see that my phone has no service, I'm thinking to myself, this is not going to be good. I know that my parents are going to be freaking out because they're not going to hear from us. We're not going to be able to tell them that we arrived safely. And so anyways, I just kind of surrender it to the Lord. I'm like, it's going to be okay. So I'm having a good old time at Fall Fest. I'm here like wine dancing and jamming to the music. And <laughs> I think it was one of the ladies in student life. She like comes up to me and my sister. Stop. No. And she's like, are you guys Ariana and Rebecca Munoz? And I'm like, I knew exactly why she was asking. I'm like, my parents found us <laughs> she knew guys she was knew. Like, service working. so yeah she's like okay your parents are looking for you guys and they like called us later on when we get back and i <laughs> i talked with my parents afterwards they went through this whole process like they are they're like secret service agents out here they <laughs> they like found a fire department near oh my god office they <laughs> called they like called the fire department because they're like oh it's because live 360 it showed that we were like at the edge of a bridge yeah oh because that's i guess where we lost the service so it showed us at the side of the road and so they're probably thinking like oh these girls are like they're dead they're the car has flown from the bridge it's on the ground so they're like okay let us call the fire department because they're gonna know if there was an accident so my dad's in the fire department by the way so he he has this he knows brain. Oh, he knows how works. this stuff works he knows this yeah. mm-hmm. um so they like call the fire department somehow they call the ranch that we were at and get a hold of student life or like I think somehow they got a hold of the owner of the ranch. And then they called Student Life. And they called Student Life. But that was funny. They found you. They found me. They can find me anywhere. Yeah. They really can. It doesn't matter (laughs) where I am in the world. I have complete confidence that they will find me. And honestly, it kind of... It makes me feel good to know that yeah, cause it's in not, an emergency. It's crazy that as soon as you got to Fall Fest and you realized you didn't have service, yeah, you were scared, not because you were in a dangerous situation, <laughs> she, but because she your her parents, parents could she not knows. see I you. Know. It's funny that like you had to be scared when you were doing something that wasn't bad, yeah. that wasn't like illegal. You were just out having fun with your friends. We were like, oh, crap. <laughs> this is it. No, <laughs> it's know? funny. Wait, can I tell the story about the other week at Bible study? Oh my goodness, yes. So, similar thing <laughs> that happened that. like two weeks ago or a week and a half ago was Rebecca came to Bible study with me and it was at one of our professor's house and they live like a little bit out, um, not like right in the middle of the city, but like their house doesn't get cell service. Mm-hmm. 
And so we get there and stuff, and we're about to start Bible study, and our professor comes up to us, and he's like, you know, like, if you girls want the Wi-Fi password, like, because we don't get service up here. And it didn't register in my mind. It didn't register in her mind. I knew like I was like, I'm fine. Like, I don't need phone service right now. Like, I'll be chilling. And Rebecca didn't think about her parents (laughs) at this point. And so we go through the entire Bible study and stuff and we're done. And then we like open up our phones and I see that Rebecca's sister texted me and she's like, hey, like, just want to make sure that Rebecca's with you, that, you know, you guys are okay," And like something like that. No, it was in the middle of the Bible study, and I feel bad, but I was, like, I was praying because it registered in my mind, like, there's no service. If my parents are trying to get a hold of me, they can't. So I'm I'm just thinking about what happened at Fall Fest, and I'm praying during the message. That the fire department won't show that up. That the police don't show up at the door asking for Rebecca. Because <laughs> I fully believe that that would happen um, if there was long enough time that they didn't hear from me. But thankfully, they tried contacting me only, like, 15 minutes before we actually left and got cell service, so I was able to, like, contact them back pretty fast. Um, so that was good. But they Guys, have, yeah. Life 360. Yeah. It's so many stories. So many benefits. So many benefits. Sometimes not the most convenient for us. <laughs> yes. Kids. Yes. I'll show you at the edge, the of, fire the, department. The edge of the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So that's one restriction that we got, just not always being allowed to do things without letting our parents know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is for our safety, and I yeah. think, like, Rebecca can attest to that. Like, yes, it might be kind of embarrassing in the moment, <laughs> but they only do it because they love us. Yeah, and yeah for sure. They we're, our, we're their kids, and they yeah. want us to be safe, and they want to know what's up, especially when they live so far away. Mm-hmm. But there's also other restrictions that our parents have on us, not just that. And I think Rizal has got a story for us for that. So my biggest one, because I wasn't like this super baddie rebellion growing up. Just I was kind of like a homebody that just, like, my acts of disobedience were disobeying my curfew was out when <laughs> I was in youth group. Because I was so, <laughs> I am still close. I was so close to my youth group because they were like my best friends growing up. And I was like, it's Friday night. We just had Bible study. I want to hang out. And then um, our curfew was from like 10. It would change every week, I think. It'd be like, oh, you're, you have to come home at like 1030 at night. Oh, it's 11. Oh, it's 1130. Nine. You have to be <laughs> home. My dad texts me, go home. Capital now. <laughs> and I'm just like, did not see that. Um, but there was one day. In the whole year, where I always gave myself a pass, because on your birthday, mm. you usually think no one can be mad at you. <laughs> so my nineteenth birthday, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't test your parents. Oh, um, not. My nineteenth yeah. birthday, I think it landed on a Friday. I think because I was at church and it was after some Bible study. At that point, I was in college group, just post college. Wait, no, I just graduated high school. Um, and because my my birthday's in June, so yeah, I definitely just graduated high school. And it was after, like, our Bible study. And I was like, oh, cool. I could hang out with my friends, especially with this guy that I, like, had the biggest crush on at the time. And I decided to stay out with him until, like, 4 a.m. Oh, my And we never left church. Okay, we never left church. You think, like, church is, like, the best place to be, and your parents will definitely trust church because they know the people. I grew up with half of those people. They know them. I got home, 
and they were both awake. My dad was getting ready for work, guys. Because oh my, my dad goes to work <laughs> at, like, four. Whoa. Yeah, and I just walk in. My mom's, like, sitting on the couch, so disappointed, just looking at me. And my dad comes out. He's, like, brushing his teeth in his work clothes. And he was like, what were you thinking? And I was like, I was just having fun. Did they even just sleep? Because, like, I know with my parents, like, if I'm out, like, they will not go to bed, at least one of them, mm. until I'm home. My mom. Yeah. Ugh. Mom, I love you. But, like... I found you sleeping every time you said you couldn't sleep when you were at home. You were sleeping peacefully, but this time, no, she was up. She was up and disappointed. And then they were just like, we'll talk about this later. So then my dad left work. My mom went to bed. I went to bed. I woke up. It's still my 19th birthday. It's the day of now. Nobody was talking to me at all. And I was like, I don't know what to do besides like apologize and then somehow things got fixed up and we were great and now now i'm going to a part where it isn't really instructions it's just part of the story we were fine we went out to dinner and we were like having a good time and then i had a couple friends coming over after the dinner to my house and me and my mom went to costco to like get pizzas just to hang out and stuff like that and as soon as i was leaving costco i was driving out i was the one driving and my mom was in the passenger seat I run. I, ha- I get into the most stupid car accident there were is. What? I didn't hit a car. You know what I hit? The shopping carts like rail, and I just <laughs> gashed oh. the side of the Honda. And my dad is so like particular, clean about his cars. Mm-hmm. So I knew as soon like I was done. My birthday mm. guy party's over. I'm busted for like life. And I got home. My friends were there, so he couldn't yell at me. So I just told him to come out. And he was like, he literally just went back to bed, turned red, and was just fuming. Yeah. So that's my 19th birthday. (laughs) From start to finish, it was just chaos and, like, bad decisions. Mm. But, yeah. Yeah. I know my parents do it because they just want to know where I am. They want to make sure I'm safe. They want me to rest as much as possible because I'm still developing and growing. So I think something that also, like, my parents tell me is that they know how the world works in, like, just the dangers out there. And so they really want to keep us safe, especially as daughters. Um, I feel like young girls are a little bit more vulnerable out in the world and society, so they definitely want to keep us safe. So I... I <laughs> As much as it can be a little bit embarrassing sometimes, um, I definitely respect it and appreciate that they care. I'd rather them do that than Than not not care care at all. That's true. That's That's one thing I think about, too. It's like, well, put yourself in their shoes. Like, if you had a child, like, you would be thinking about them every second of the day and, like, like, what's going on if they're out. Like, the older I get, the more I realize that. Moral of the story... um, you know, even though we've had these restrictions and sometimes we still do, we know that it's out of love and it's for our own mm-hmm. good. It's for our own good. And yeah, this is not a podcast where we want to like bash our parents and mm-hmm. make them look bad. It's just to reflect and just Honestly, to see how yeah. we're just laugh too. Yeah, just laugh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So thank you, parents. We love you. Um, and that is the end of our first episode. Thank you all so much for listening and staying with us all this way in. We do have episodes planned for the near future, and trust us, you're really going to want to listen in. So share this with your girlfriends, share this with your best friends or anyone else, your family, and share your own stories. Um, We have an Instagram, and it's called 
at duly raised raised. you'll find us very quickly so we hope to see you guys soon on the next episode bye bye Bye.